Well, hey guys, happy Thursday. Welcome to Everyone Talking. This is a podcast of Freedom Church where we exist to reach people to know God. My name is Dania, and I'm the worship director here at Freedom Church. Uh, Wes, I am the Next Steps director. I'm Kirsten, and I'm the social media manager, and I'm very happy to be back. Yes, we missed Kirsten a lot last week, and this week we're short Adam, who is also on vacation. July is a big vacation month, and we hope that he is having a great time. Maybe he'll come back. Like, <laughs> Hopefully he's okay. Not sunburnt. No, he just knows how to unplug. Like, we don't. We're always saying, hey, is everything good? I got my computer. I can work if you need me to. <laughs> I did have to bother Kirsten a couple of times. It's okay. I, I stress worked while I was away at 11 p.m. on Friday night just because... I was stressed out a little bit from not being there, but I will go to recovery about that later. <laughs> you didn't come back sunburned, though. You took care that of yourself. Had I a great looked tan. Some, a stranger who had never met me before kept referring to me as tan girl, so that boosted my ego a little bit. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's the whole purpose of going to the beach. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were sitting around earlier trying to think of what to talk about today because there's so many things, but um, some of these topics we need everybody here for. And we just started talking about our experiences this week at youth camp. Mm-hmm. We did camp a little differently this year. We had it at, at the church building. We had the teenagers come during the day. We had almost like revival services, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. Um, it was a blast. And it just got me personally thinking about all of those times when I was growing up and even into you know my 20s now where I just had those memorable encounters with God mm-hmm. that shifted things, that changed me, that gave me a new perspective, that, that, that drew me closer to God. And so uh, we thought we might share some of those experiences with you today and also just encourage you that like not everyone's story is the same. And it's okay if your walk with God doesn't look like other people's. Jesus was a very um, case-by-case kind of person and he came he never healed someone the same way twice he had individual conversations with people he walks with us where we are and so yeah I just want to open the floor and uh, let's start talking about how Jesus changed our lives I'll start um I we were talking about this this morning I was getting a little frustrated because I was like I don't remember when I met God like I don't remember there being this huge come to Jesus moment I didn't walk down an aisle and come up to the front um, I felt as a, as a kid, I grew up in church. I was there every single Sunday. My mom's motto is if you're not sick, you go to church. And so I think that growing up, I always just knew that Jesus was in my heart. And so when people ask me, like my friend celebrates her, her their whole family celebrates their spiritual birthdays. I'm like, I don't have a spiritual birthday. I think that he's just always been with me. And as years go by, um, I just uh, learn more about him and experience different facets of who God is and who Jesus is. And so um, that that's how it is, at least for me. I don't remember ever having like this huge God saved my life moment. But most recently, um, we went to a service at a church in Nashville, um, and they were doing a Juneteenth celebration, and they had a gospel choir come out and sing. And I had never been a part of a worship service like that where there was an actual gospel choir um and it was one of the most like beautiful experiences i think ever um when we were leaving i was telling everybody i don't think i've ever felt that much joy in the presence of god before 
just because you could see how much uh, all of those people could, how much they just loved like worshiping and how much they didn't want to stop. Whenever the pastor came out to preach, I was like, really? Like, can we not just do this all night? Um, and so it's it's moments like that where I come to just know who God is more and more, and I surrender more and more in myself to Him mm-hmm. and just experience Him in, in new, in different ways. Mm-hmm. That's so good. It's interesting that um, it, it was that moment. There's different personalities in the room, too. I, mm-hmm. I, I know with you, music is a big part mm-hmm. of who you are. And yeah. um, to, for you to have those sort of moments, I know a lot of people, and I, I'm one of the, those people that um, it's less about being in worship. While I enjoy doing that, I enjoy the opportunity to be uh, close to God in those moments, and they're filled with emotion, and they're great. Uh, but a lot of times for me, it's it's being out and, mm-hmm. you know, Outside, out in his mm-hmm. creation, and yeah. that, that's when there's those moments when it's just quiet, especially in the fall when it's cool mm-hmm. and everything just feels right with the world. Um, but for me personally, that that moment that I uh, kind of going back to the subject, that moment where I it sort of everything clicked for mm-hmm. me um, because I came to faith later on in life. I, I attended church with uh, you know friends and whatnot in high school and when I, I met my wife we would attend church but it was just something to do on a Sunday mm-hmm. it never really clicked and you know I believe there I believed in Jesus but I didn't put who I was in him my identity wasn't necessarily in him it was just something to do and I thought that was sort of the end-all be-all of Christianity but when I was at freedom is before we built the new uh, building it was actually pretty early on in us coming to this uh, church, which is actually kind of nice because where we're sitting now is right next to the auditorium where everything sort of clicked. And uh, it's nice to be in there with the student, uh, the students every uh, Wednesday, now Sundays, just to be with them because there was an altar call and there was just something stirring inside of me. Like I I couldn't fight it back. It it wasn't one of those moments where you had to convince yourself to go forward just because it's gonna look right and you wanna look good in front of your wife and all the people that you've recently started talking to. It was just an an uncontrollable urge Mm -hmm. to go there and go down to my knees and pray. And I just remember in that moment, all of these guys that I looked up to, I didn't really know who they were, but they just seemed like the kind of person you wanna be like, Mm -hmm. surrounded me, hands on the shoulder, praying for me. And from then on, it was just uh, the floodgates opened. And mm-hmm. I felt like the Holy Spirit was talking to me and, you know, pushing me in different directions, making me want to make this my life and, mm-hmm. um, you know, pushing me to outside of my comfort zone, going on mission trips and things yeah. like that. And suddenly the door started opening when I started praying, Lord, use me. He's actually using me because yeah. I mean, I'm actually seeking him now. But that was a, a big moment for me. And it's just... Um, each day in awe every time you know he just answers because mm-hmm. he is he's faithful yeah. Yeah. and just you know, being open and aware of those moments absolutely I have a, a similar experience to Kirsten where um, I I grew up in a home that loved Jesus and so I, I used to joke around that Jesus and I grew up together because I just remember him always being there um, and I had I, I grew up in a, in a Southern Baptist church and I had seen um, a girl do the thing like mm-hmm. walk down the aisle and say she wanted to give her life to Jesus and I thought that was just you know that was a thing to do and it, it actually kind of surprised me because I thought I already uh, knew Jesus and so when I had when I saw that happen and my mom explained it to me um, I was like oh I didn't know 
I like I, of course I want to ask Jesus into my heart of course I want to mm-hmm. and uh, and so I, I did all of that and I was really young I was like five years old um, and it it didn't really change my life until I was a teenager mm-hmm. like I was I grew up kind of like as the good girl yeah you know so it wasn't like a a massive, you know, <laughs> from mm-hmm. the rebel to, you know, in a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus um, until I got older. Mm-hmm. And I was um, around 14 years old and I was uh, n- not, I mean, I was like most 14 year olds and trying to kind of find my, my place in the world. And uh, I had not been um, really seeking God. Um, I'd kind of just been doing things my own way. And I've always played music and written songs and my songs were um just to be honest like really depressing and I was very much (laughs) focusing on like you know woe is me or like this kind of dark aspect um and I remember going on a mission trip and I had had an allergic reaction okay to big red gum you guys remember that gum that's like cinnamon flavored hot remember it I love it you love it, yeah. So I, I loved it too, and I, <laughs> I hadn't chewed gum in two years because I had had braces. Again, good girl, didn't chew gum while I had braces. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and so I was like, first thing, get my braces off. I've got this huge pack of big red gum. I chewed the whole thing, and my tongue like blew up. My my mouth was swollen. My throat was swollen. Like it was awful. And we were supposed to go on a mission trip the next day. So like any good parents, they gave me. Benadryl, they stuck me in the back of the van with a blanket and shipped me off on the mission trip. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was good. I had milk. Like, just that's all I could have was milk. Even water was was making my mouth burn. And I was, I was at this mission trip. I was the only teenager on the trip. I'm angry. I have an allergic reaction. I can't even sing for the Bible school that we're going to do. Um, it felt pointless. I was laying in the top bunk in the middle of the night, crying out to God. And I was like, what is the deal? And I felt like he said to me, the things that have been coming out of your mouth have not been honoring me. Oh. Yeah. And I just laid there <laughs> having this actual like, encounter with God. And like any good Christian, I made a deal. <laughs> that was a, kind of a joke. <laughs> Got the ultimatum with God. <laughs> and I said, okay, God, if you will let me sing, then I promise that the songs that come out of me will glorify you. Mm. And the next day, nothing had changed. Okay, well, I'm still stuck here. And so I just tried to accept it, dive in, <laughs> and and be a part of the trip, listen to what was going on, help with things. And I was really disappointed, but I was like, it'll be fine. 30 minutes before the Bible school service that night, everything was cleared. Mm-hmm. All nice. of a sudden. And from that point on, um, all I wanted to do was sing songs for God mm-hmm. and, and be a worship leader because I had experienced this moment and uh, it just, it, it really changed the course of my mm-hmm. life. Um, and what's funny is that, you know, they always say things like, don't make deals with God. Mm-hmm. But I've actually heard so <laughs> many stories of people who who kind of, God answers us, just like what you were talking about. Like when you ask God something, when you engage with him like that, things happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when Gideon in the Bible asked God for a sign, um, he didn't go, no, you ungrateful little. He was. <laughs> he did. He, he met him right where he was, mm-hmm. and I think that that maybe we've misunderstood the fact that God wants to walk with us. Yeah, like He wants to be a part of our lives and help us understand Him. Yeah, 
So let me ask this, uh, because your both of your experiences are quite a bit different than mine, um, just coming to faith earlier on in life. Um, and I've seen this with other people. And, you know, when you're growing up, it was always like the, uh, the, the, the Christian kids were always the bad kids because those are the ones that they get a little bit of freedom and they go yeah. like insane. Hmm. So with you guys coming to faith early on, was it more difficult to you when you were sort of coming into your own, you were becoming an adult, you were making your own decisions? Uh, was there ever any sort of resentment from your parents and sort of um, helping to craft and mold your direction and your walk with Christ? Like us being resentful toward our parents? Um, no, uh, just almost uh, rebellious, kind of going your own oh, yeah, way. Yeah. I'm walking away, mm-hmm. You're, you know, become the, uh, the prodigal daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of... When I, especially when I got to college, I started to feel exasperated, I think, with having to be the good girl. Um, like my whole life, I was like, I had to make the good decisions. I had to be the role model. I was the oldest child. And so I was kind of exasperated when I saw all of my friends do, like living the life and partying and all of these things. And that actually, I was forced to make a decision um, in a relationship. I was dating this guy that I had worked with, um, and he basically said, uh, either you have sex with me or I'm breaking up with you. And I had to sit there. I sat there. I remember he texted me. It was Labor Day. And I was sitting there looking at that text message, warring with myself, because this would have been the first, like, real bad girl decision I would have made and I had this newfound freedom I was an adult now I had a car like I could do I could I could go and do it like I could Mm -hmm. but there was something in me that was like Mm -hmm. but I can't and that was the first time I wasn't exasperated with having to be the good girl it broke my heart to Mm -hmm. think like this guy only wanted to have sex with me like that was the only reason he was in this relationship and that sucked Mm -hmm. and I there but I had to be honest especially talking to like now that I'm a middle school girls leader I had to be honest that I considered it mm-hmm. like part of me almost gave in because one I was desperate to be in a relationship two I just wanted to make a bad decision like there mm-hmm. have been times where I have just been like really sad or everything is changing and I'm just like I need to do something crazy usually I just dye my hair <laughs> which is <laughs> the safest option but That's at the time why. at the time I was I was like I could I could do this but then I, I just didn't. And so I think, yes, there were times when I was like, why do I have to be the one to make the good choices? When I was little, like my mom and Lemmy watched SpongeBob and I remember having, they were watching SpongeBob, but I was fifth grade. They were watching SpongeBob in my class and I told my teacher, I'm not allowed to watch SpongeBob. So I had to change classes because I was adamant that I would not break the rules. Oh, so wow. there was a little bit of like back and forth in me because um, I think that, it's in our sin nature to want to like to want to rebel yeah. to kind of like be an individualist or not conform because we don't like something that the Bible says, and so I think it is like innately put in us to be a little rebellious sometimes, and we just have to decide like, mm-hmm. is Jesus worth it? Like, right. is giving up yeah. Jesus worth it? Um, that that reminds me of um, in in Genesis three, which is you know going all the way back, mm-hmm. um, kind of in essence, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here really quick. Um, the serpent when he came to talk to Eve, 
Um, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Are you, oh, were you listening to the Bible? <laughs> it was a video that was up that was from earlier. And I didn't think it would autoplay. <laughs> but I was going to the Bible, yes. <laughs> There's not a fourth man in the room. It was just Wes's phone. Oh, that's funny. Um, and it, I'm just going to leave my phone down because it keeps auto-playing and I don't want to mess it up. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, so Genesis 3. That's where we're going here really quick, guys. Um, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. Mm-hmm. Um, he said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, yeah, we can eat the fruit of the trees in the garden. It's my paraphrase. Um, but God said you can't eat the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. Okay? So we have a debate that has now started. And the serpent said, you're not going to die. For God knows mm-hmm. that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and the tree was desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate The eyes of both of them were open, and then they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden. Right? So this story, like, every time I read it, it's just like, oh. It's just like, oh, man. Because this is my story. Mm. I... I trusted God. I walked with God. I I got through, uh, you know, my teenage years mostly unscathed mm-hmm. you know um and i had what i would call like a delayed rebellion mm-hmm. where i had walked with god for such a long time and then i went through a season uh of rejection let's just call it that i'm not going to get into too much detail because i think that everybody can relate to that word mm-hmm. rejection and i felt like i started um well i didn't feel like i started entertaining this idea did god really say mm-hmm. That yeah. same question, you know, that the serpent asked Eve of, is God holding out on you? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's what I started asking myself was like, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe God is holding out on me. But really, this is really what it was. I wanted what I wanted right then. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to keep waiting on God. I didn't want to. It, it felt like I had been doing all of this hard work. I'd been a Christian. I'd done what God wanted me to do, and I still wasn't getting what I wanted how in the world did that become my formula? I have no idea. <laughs> that I thought if you if you follow God, He does what you want. That's not that's that was the wrong motive from mm-hmm. the start. Let's just put that out there. We follow God because we love Him, because He's worth everything, because He's mm-hmm. better than anything that we can imagine. And I had stopped listening to those truths and started entertaining the mm-hmm. question: Maybe God's holding out on me. Maybe I can't trust Him. I went into a series of. Um, relationships that were very toxic, got into sexual sin. I, I ran almost like head first into trying to figure out if I missed something. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe God was holding out on me. And here's what I learned. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He absolutely was not holding out on me. And there was this moment where I was in, uh, I was like taking my dog outside and I was in the middle of this field and I just started weeping because it was almost like I heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden. Mm. Mm. And at the exact moment that I thought like he was done with me, he came to get me. Mm. That's good. And I, and I think that what, what helps me is remembering that even from the beginning of time, when we mess up, 
God doesn't come to yell at us. Mm -hmm. He comes to get us. Yeah. And we don't need to be afraid of coming back to God Mm -hmm. when we've messed up. You know, the... uh in Proverbs, there's there's that one very simple verse, and it it's really good. But it's Proverbs twenty two uh, six: Direct your children in the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Um, Kirsten and Daniel, you, both of you, in your stories that you just shared, that you were you know honest with everyone about, that was one of those things that you had that core upbringing, you had the care and the love and the the, the sternness sometimes of a parent directing you in the right path, mm-hmm. and Sure, Satan is masterful at mm-hmm. uh, lying to you, convincing you that mm-hmm. you are missing out, that mm-hmm. God is holding out, that you're never going to live your best life mm-hmm. because uh, you can't, because you have all these restrictions, you have all these yeah. rules against you. And it's real easy, like, you know what? I want to live my best life. Mm-hmm. You're going to go that way. But there's that moment that you you know the truth. Mm-hmm. You've just been running from it when you do hear God's footsteps and it's that moment of Mm -hmm. like, Oh no, what have I done? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And I think like one of the encourage, most encouraging things that I can tell people, whether you're like on a great path with the Lord or you're in a season of rejection, like Dana was that you never stop experiencing God, no matter Mm -hmm. how old you get, like you're never going to stop having experiences. It's not a one and done. Yeah. I'm saved, I'm good forever. Like, Jesus loves you. And, Mm -hmm. like, the whole reason he died was to be in a relationship with you. And, like, a relationship doesn't stop at a greeting. You have Mm -hmm. to get to know them. You have to spend time with them. And you have to experience life with them, the ups and the downs. And so I think it's really cool. Like, whenever I was a teenager, I always thought, oh, I I can wait until I'm out of high school to be, like, a good Christian. I can wait until... I meet a fam, like have a husband to to be a good like Christian and really spend time doing this. And I regret that. Like I think I would have been so much happier in middle school and high school if I had taken my faith a little bit more seriously than I was, because I would have been experiencing God and not experiencing like the pain and the heartache of me mm-hmm. just like having an offhanded relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the the best things about being a Christian is that you can every day pretty much experience God because he's always there. You know, there's this saying um, that sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay for. Mm. But I've also heard pastors say, um, and I don't don't know, it makes me laugh every time, but they say if if sin isn't fun, you're not doing it right. Yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing. Everything can seem good temporarily mm-hmm. um, because there's this temporary reprieve you know, from all of the pain that we're feeling or there's a distraction from what's stressing us out or, or there's this temporary satisfaction. But what in my case, what I, what I realized was that I would feel empty faster and for longer mm. because when we start looking for things that aren't God to satisfy us, mm-hmm. we actually just get more thirsty. Mm. Yeah. And so I, you, as you were talking, Kirsten, it, made, it reminded me of what Jesus said in Luke 11, where he was talking about how good God is, right? That he's kind. Um, and my, my experience turns into uh, when, I, when I just started crying out for God, like, hey, I, I want you. I want your spirit to fill me again. Like, like I need you. He answered. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and it says in Luke um, chapter 11, starting in verse 11, you fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Yes, Mm -hmm. we need to be waking up every morning expectant. Mm -hmm. God, how are you going to blow my mind today? Mm -hmm. Come on, that's a good question. He will. If, If you wake up every morning expectant, if that's your prayer every morning, blow my mind today like show me something just wild and just uh, he'll do it but you have to have those the right eyes you have Mm -hmm. to you know be in lockstep with the holy Mm -hmm. spirit you got to be in his word you got to you got to know his heart Mm -hmm. and um and keep seeking after his Mm -hmm. heart we're never going to fully know it but we can we can sure try yeah yeah i think that it's so important to remember and even you know I'm, i'm saying this to myself today that like god doesn't run out you know, he doesn't stop having things to give you. He doesn't mm-hmm. stop loving you. He doesn't get annoyed with you. He mm-hmm. doesn't run out of capacity to handle you. Like, he loves you. Mm-hmm. And that love is what brings me back every time through any struggle that I face back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that has ever satisfied me but Jesus. Mm-hmm. you guys have anything else to add? That's a good word. Yeah. I like that. So good. Yeah, I think this is a good place to wrap up. I love it. <laughs> so the challenge for you guys who are listening today, just ask him. Mm-hmm. No matter where you find yourself thinking about running away from God, maybe you've been running away from God, maybe you're like, you think you're great with God. Okay, there's always room to go deeper. Mm-hmm. He wants to be closer. He wants to give more. Yeah. So ask. I love it. It's good. It's really great. Wes, you want to close this in prayer? Sure. Uh, Father, thank you for just another chance just to sit around and just talk about you and talk about the uh, the, the radical changes that you've made in our lives, Lord. Uh, I pray that you uh, be with us and everyone that's uh, listening, Lord. I, I pray, Lord, that you help us to have that renewed uh, sense of wonder, that renewed awe as we begin to think about that time where you finally... Uh, showed up in our lives that we you know we opened our own lives and we we're able to see you lord and uh, i pray that you just refresh us help us help us to have that all and that wonder and that that childlike uh, glee as we seek after you lord make us excited uh, every day that we get up that we get to see you working in our lives and in others lives and through us lord uh, thank you for uh, just another opportunity to be out here to represent you lord and it's in jesus name we pray amen amen content we drop brand new episodes every thursday and you can follow us on almost any social media platform by looking for freedom church tn that's freedom church tn all one word thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time with everyone talking